everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. Joined, as always, by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. What's up, guys? Good evening, Jordan. How are you, sir? What's up, fellas? Yeah, hey, I'm doing good. It was, uh, we got to see each other earlier in the week. It felt yeah. good. Yeah. To... Had a nice little lunch yesterday. Yeah. I love that. Yes, sir. So let's, uh, let's dive on into, uh, the topic of this podcast. Uh, we're going to go over the, our favorite 10 movies spanning the entire Disney collection. Yeah. So we had some pretty, uh, pretty uh great responses to our episode of ranking the pixar movies and so we decided you know what let's let's uh let's follow that same idea and let's review walt disney studios animation studios movies over the years dating all the way back to 19 the 1930s and snow white all the way to the newest uh movie with encanto uh, for 2021 so we went everywhere in between then and uh went through all the all the movies the 70 plus animated movies uh in the disney catalog and just wanted we each grabbed our top 10 out of that list now uh we use some different criterion to figure these things out we haven't seen each other's list at all so very curious to see what we're all going to come up with here um, I know nostalgia is going to take effect here. I try to let I try to let um, you know appreciation for the artistry and the stories and the music and kind of let everything uh, that surrounded the movies themselves try to dictate my path a little bit as well. Um, you know, one way you know Disney movies kind of tend to do this is they all have a lot of them have catchy songs or catchy phrases or oh, yes. lines and things like that. And I kind of, as I went through the list, I was trying to treat it as like, all right, what, what songs am I always listening to or repeating, right? Like just coming up with or lines that are off the top of my head that just come from these movies. So there's a lot of different factors that went into my decision-making on this. And I tried not to let too much of one thing dictate my direction. So yeah. um, with that being said, let's just dive in guys. Top 10, Walt Disney movies. Uh, who wants to start? I'll go. All right, Ryan, number 10. So I may hurt some feelings with this one, but it's, you know, I'm kind of repeating how our telltale line from the Pixar episode, uh, a lot of very good movies fell victim to just higher placing movies. Oh God, so many. So uh, number 10 on my list is the jungle book. Ooh, okay. And, but it made the top 10. So yeah, that, that that's speaks for that itself. Like, um, you know, just that style of animation and the music. I mean, the music from that movie is contagious. There's so yeah. many one lines and scenes that are iconic. Um, yeah, yeah. Just animation in general of that that uh, that caliber is missing in today's world because of CGI and how easy it is instead of just right. going to a drawing yeah. board and, and trying to do that. So yeah. Uh, Jungle Book's going to kick off my list. Yeah, it's a lost art now. I, I I agree. Yeah, that's Dayton. That's that one's checking in from 1967. Yeah, buddy, I love it. Classic. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, Justin, you want to go for yours? I will. Uh, I did not go with animation on my number ten. We're going with Rocket Man as my number ten. Uh, Rocket Man is a movie that. Uh, Ryan and I absolutely loved 
growing up and uh, watched this several times. It was so funny. Harlan Williams will will have you damn near pissing your pants laughing in this movie. If you have never seen it, you must go on Disney Plus and find this movie and give it a watch. It is uh, it is so hilarious. Um, and I think nostalgia raised this thing huge <laughs> to where it's at because I mean the storyline is kind of you know you know all over the place you it's know knee slap quirky. yeah it's yeah. very quirky um but i i can't get enough of that movie it was it was so funny and it, it stuck with me through all these years so i i had to drag it into the top 10 yeah and like the um you know the first time that i ever saw it was actually at jordan's house when we were kids we all watched yeah. it together having a movie night when we stayed the weekend at jordan's house yeah. that was the first time i ever saw it so tell us all this time ulysses that's it now that was Julie. <laughs> oh. well, we certainly don't jump on the bed. <laughs> Love it. Um, my number ten is Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Um, yeah i I can't help but love the character Stitch, right? And it, it's he's become such a part of, I'll say, pop culture and and things like that. That. Um, I just couldn't ignore it. Couldn't let it go out of this list. So I had to make sure Lilo and Stitch was represented uh, in a top 10 list with these movies. So there you go. Plus, can we talk about that soundtrack? All the Elvis songs, man? Right. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, so I mean, many. Weird little alien likes to play guitar, likes yeah. to surf. Um, I'm all about Elvis. that. Yeah. I'm all about that life. Lay me in a hammock right next to Stitch. We're good. Yes, sir. Amen. Uh, jumping to number nine, I'll go back to 1977 with the rescuers and yes. between Bernard, Bianca, even rude, uh, Orville Wilbur, whichever oh. one of them crazy birds was in that movie. Um, oh. it's just such a contagion. I mean, the movie did have a little bit of darkness to it at times, but mm-hmm. the movie itself is hilarious. And I, even as I'm 32 years old today, I will still sit down and watch it. It's just some of my most yeah. beloved characters I've ever seen in a Disney movie. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good movie. Uh, we were having this conversation the other day, but I'm about to introduce my oldest son to that movie and that series with the, the rescuers and the rescuers down under just yeah. such good classics from the childhood, you know, yeah. they didn't quite, um, they didn't quite make my top 10 the way I chose to do this list. Um, but I'm very fond of those movies. So uh, we, I think this list was harder than the Pixar one, honestly. Yeah, I really do. Uh, there's there's a couple of them that just deserved a top ten, and I just I yeah I where to put them. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, for my number nine, I went back to 1993 uh, with the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, okay, so I actually hesitated to include this because I didn't know if it, we necessarily should include it. Uh, it's right. definitely different f- when you think about Walt Disney studios um, movies, but uh, yeah, I had to include it, right? Like there's, it's amazing that a movie like this has carried over for years now, basically ever since it came out, it's still a staple in, in culture today, Right. And yeah, it's, it's among, in the parks, among Halloween, among Christmas, you see it in the parks represented very well. It's just, it never goes away. And so it just has a, such a huge following. Um, and it is, it is very iconic, right? Like it's not very. your t- prototypical like fairy tale. 
um, Disney presentation, uh, but it is it's a serious movie. You know, it's it's got a serious yeah. following, and it deserves it deserves a spot. I agree. Yeah, it's it's not your most typical Disney movie, but it is seriously the most typical Tim Burton film. Mm-hmm. So huge appreciation there. I, I love that movie as well. So well, well, and plus, like for that point in time, you think of how much effort and thought went into that style of animation and how good right, it yeah. looks even in today's you know high definition televisions. It's incredible. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to carry it to uh, 1995 here. Uh, same year as Toy Story coming out, but uh, this ain't Toy Story. This is a uh, this is a goofy movie. This is where it landed. Uh, me and Ryan have referenced this movie plenty of times. Uh, I love this movie. There's nothing more to say. <laughs> I love this movie. Yeah, it's a great tale, right? It's a great father son, um, you know, story. Uh, it just it just reminds me of childhood, but very much so. Very much so. All right. Let's go in. I'll start out on number eight here. And for number eight for me will be Frozen 2. Uh, I just, uh, spoiler alert, the original Frozen didn't make this list. Um, but Frozen 2, I, I think the story is much better. I agree. Uh, than the original. It, I mean, even though you got to meet the character, a lot of characters in the original frozen. Um, I, I like the development of the characters in frozen two better. Yeah, yeah. I like, right. I like the animation far more in mm-hmm. frozen two. It's amazingly done. And I like the, I like the soundtrack better. I like the songs and like the, the feeling behind the songs more. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a really well done movie. I thought, and, um, and lends a lot of things. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's up there. Yeah, and <clears throat> I think what, what I compliment Frozen 2 on a lot, and I can understand why it made the list and Frozen 1 didn't, Frozen 2 brought the story of Frozen 1 full circle. It really it really closed mm-hmm. a lot of gaps that were, you know, that were opened in Frozen 1. And um, actually, if there's a docu-series on Disney Plus about the making of Frozen 2. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Incredible. It was. It was literally an incredible watch. series. Yeah. Uh, go yeah, it follows them along the way. Just how like how close to these deadlines they get when oh, and they got ridiculously close. It's insane, and it actually made me appreciate the film more. Like exactly the, the effort and like the feelings, and like you're watching the 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 voice actors go through and like do these lines and the songs and stuff, and like and project emotion. Like, well, yeah, like Kristen Bell's doing one of these one of the spots, and like just starts crying. Yeah, like, the last right the thing. Yeah, and it's just like, yep. dude, it's wow. insane. Like the the amount of emotion you could pull from an animated character, right? Like that's what Amazing. really and throws even it over the, the husband and wife composer duo that they had doing yes. all the music. Yes. How they they come up with Into the Unknown and all these other songs. Yes. Like it's, it's Amazing. The way their I just creativity love, works. Yeah. I think it was too, right? Because Frozen, the original Frozen, I don't think necessarily was plan to be the success that it became no, i agree i think it surprised a lot of people like at disney and so i think that's when you know when they start on frozen 2 it's like man we got to get this thing right you know like we've got to really do this thing up and they did i mean in my opinion they did they, they yeah. surpassed the original and in that series like 
you get to see how many times that script got changed. Yeah. <laughs> like it is ridiculous. And I'll, I'll reference something to um, when we talked about our Pixar list, uh, talk about the toy story series. It checks a lot of check marks in what you would appreciate in a movie. Like yeah. take, take Disney out of the name of it. That movie checks a lot of damn boxes yeah. for what a good movie is. So I, I, I 100% agree with this. I, I'm, this is one of those movies I unfortunately didn't get to place in mind, but I'm glad it made the list. So, uh, so I'll go with, uh, I think we're kicking off number eight here. Are we not? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, number one. Number All right. This is where the jungle book landed. Um, just nostalgia. Take the mm-hmm. wheel here. Uh, Blue, I love them. That's my spirit animal. Uh, like Ryan mentioned earlier, there's so many one-liners, the songs, the animation style. Like, there's so much I can appreciate from this film, um, and it's carried over from my childhood. Uh, yeah, there's nothing more I can carry on about. It's such a good film. Yeah. All right, you got number, Ryan. number eight for me: Three Caballeros. Dating oh, all the way yeah. back to 1944, believe it or not. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yes, and, and re-released I, in 77. Yeah, when I see that movie, it's like, man, I don't feel like that came out from 44. Yeah, so ahead That's of wild, time. ain't it? But there's, you know, you got so many lovable characters. You've already got Donald, and you got Panchito and Jose. And oh. um, I love the, the gaucho and the flying donkey. Yes. Um, you know, little gachito. It's uh, <laughs> such a classic movie, and you know, being able to still see them being honored in Epcot at the Mexico Pavilion oh, at the Grand Fiesta tour, it. yeah, um, to see something being kept alive that long. And Three Caballeros was not a you know very big fanfare, you know, Disney film. They didn't. It, that mm-hmm. wasn't a very big mainstream film. But Donald made it big. Growing up, me and Justin watched that video a million oh. times. <laughs> so, so it, it feels good to know that 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 film does hold relevance. Whenever I always considered it kind of like a B list, you know, as far yeah, as right. like public public vision film. So yeah. yeah, that's my boys at number eight. Yes, sir. Have you ever been to Bahia though? I have been to Bahia, my friend. Have <laughs> <laughs> oh, to do it. Have right. to do it. Lucky number. All right, seven. number. Yeah, Justin, number seven. This is uh, when I entered high school. Uh, this movie series kicked off and I fell in love with it from the moment I watched this film, Pirates of the Caribbean, the curse of the black Pearl, Jerry Bruckheimer. You're a genius. My guy, (laughs) like that movie was done. So perfect. I think it told the perfect story for Pirates of the Caribbean and brought it into the modern era. I Jack, Jack Sparrow played by Johnny Depp can never be replaced. uh, just so good so good of a film storyline everything's there action you name it it had yeah i i don't disagree at all i i chose to not put any live action movies on my list um but if i had this movie would be on the list no question yeah johnny depp as jack sparrow is probably one of the most uncanny castings they've ever done it's yeah. It's no wonder why they paid him so much money to do those movies because he did six of them. <laughs> perfect, perfect. All right, I'll uh, I'll run my number seven across y'all, and it might be a a little bit of a sleeper, but Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Oh, I knew it was coming. Yeah, it's a good movie. 
And no one, no one ever talks about it. No, it was a toss up between that or treasure planet, but Atlantis takes the cake. Um, I love, I I love Milo. He's just, uh, as a kid, man, um, I kind of wanted to be like Milo. Like he just, (laughs) he just was like a, uh, uh, underdog superhero to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. and plus I just, I love that, that era of Disney films that had that style of animation, you know, yes, like sir. when Hercules came along and Emperor's new groove and yeah, um, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Emperor's new groove. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was a solid decade for Disney from that point. Yeah, it really was. But, uh, yeah, I figured that would be a nice little sleeper pick to throw on y'all. Yeah. Um, my number seven is Alice and Wonderland. Oh, timeless. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you think of all the characters in there and just like, just the, the whimsicalness and really like the acid trip that it is. Um, (laughs) It is a crazy windy trail and, uh, it's got some crazy characters and I just, I love it. I mean, super iconic characters too. Right. And I think that's kind of where all this kind of landed for me was, you know, thinking about things that I liked and enjoyed and can watch over and over again with no problem. And also matching that with the icons of Disney um, in a, in a way, right. Uh, which a lot of these characters in this movie are. So side note, yep. another live action casting that Johnny Depp actually smashed. Yes. Yes. Yep. It was great. So, couldn't agree yeah. more. All right. So I'll kick off uh, P six here. Uh, I, nostalgia put this a little behind where it probably deserves to be because uh, other movies just mean a little more to me but this is where The Lion King fell for me alright uh, I mean Disney got it right it's, it's, it's a perfect film for that era of, of Disney uh, the storyline was just spot on there was enough there to tell a you know a young child watching that could understand what was going on without saying too much and the characters that were uh introduced just came in at the right time like how they wrote the script the characters were introduced at the most opportune time and it, 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 I think it's going to stand the test of time. Really, uh, oh, yeah. it's it's such a good movie. Oh, yeah, it, it'll yeah, be I don't timeless see forever at all. Yeah, absolutely. Plus the soundtrack. And you think I mean, the soundtrack is oh, insane, right? Like the that iconic start. Yeah, like once you hear that, you don't even have to look at the screen. You know what movie's playing. Right. Exactly. It has to be one of the best selling. Disney soundtracks of all time. I'm just going like, to be has to be. Yeah. We're we're we'll, we'll cover soundtracks uh, exclusively in another episode. Cause I yeah, think that, oh, warrants a, that warrants another episode for sure. That does. Uh, I'm like sucker it. for good soundtrack. So, Oh uh, yeah, there's some bangers. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number six for me is the jungle book. So, yep. Much like you said, I mean the characters, like the voice actors, right? Um, same Thomas O'Malley, right? Oh yes, sir. Yeah. Kind of Iconic the, voice. Baloo, that's the, you know. Yeah. Um. So I just you know, like I look at that movie, and it's one of like the shortest 
movies that Disney's done too. Right. Um, but it tells a great story and you've got some great characters and it's just, you know, King Louie is, uh, con it's just, yeah. it's just great. Yeah. It offers and that everything movie flowed So it does. Good. It just never stopped. So short. Yeah. And you know, in, in some of these older Disney animated films, they gave the villains a lovable aspect of their personality. Yeah, they really did. Yeah. So spot on with that, the Jordan. Um, number six for me, Tarzan, back to nineteen ninety nine. Yes. All right, absolutely. It probably should have ended up a little higher on my list, just for the fact that Phil Collins did the entire soundtrack. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just the story that it lends itself from from that movie is amazing. The animation is absolutely wonderful. Um, but the music, the music really sets this movie apart from, from anything else. I, I, the, the music is incredible. I think this is uh, that movie that uh, Disney took that next step, uh, getting into the next era. And uh, that was a solid film. You'll yeah, see where I, it lands I think as far, as far as like pushing up the bar for, for soundtracks. Yes. Like they, they really, made the music integrate the the emotions that that movie warrants to the viewers. All right. So we're on to P5 now. I'll uh I'll go and kick this off. Uh I have a feeling this is going to be on Ryan's list too. Uh, especially here lately we've been watching it. It's it's so good. This is where the princess and the frog landed. Oh wow. Uh after after rewatching it here lately uh there was just a newfound appreciation for it. Um, and I feel it was underrated and I feel like I never gave it its due. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the soundtrack there too. Uh, I'm telling you, I love Ray. I, I love Ray so much. Uh, Jim Cummings, uh, iconic voice actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, them, them casting him and that he, he pulled that character off just flawlessly. Um, the soundtrack was amazing. Uh, you know, they based the movie out of New Orleans, and that yeah. that type of vibe, like that, that encapsulated that entire vibe. Uh, the only way Disney can, and uh, it was such a good story. Yeah, I let me ask you this: Would you consider Mulan a princess movie? Hmm. The reason I asked that question is if you technically want to consider Mulan a princess movie where she's the daughter of someone in royalty, quote unquote, right? That would be a princess movie. Right. That, that Mulan was produced in 1998. That the is Princess correct. and the Frog came out in 2009. Mm-hmm. That was the next princess, princess movie, quote unquote. Between that, you wow. had... Hercules, Tarzan, Dinosaur, Emperor's New Groove, Lilo and Stitch, Atlantis, Treasure Planet. You know, that's a really good question. Chicken Little, Meet the Robinsons, Bolt, then Princess and the Frog. So they abandoned princess movies, quote unquote, for nine years. I did not know that. That is insane. Like, it's just weird to think about. Like, you think of Disney movies, right? And you think that you it's almost like princess movies that's the first thing that you think of when you think of right. Disney and they right. went 10 years without one and princess and the frog was their reintroduction to that genre. 
Um, for me, it's just, it always, Princess and the Frog just, to me, I always think it came out earlier than it did. Like I never associated right. it with 2009. I always want right. to associate it with like 1998. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what, what I was about to say. It's just weird. It's weird to me. It's, it's also, uh, kind of telling because I, this is around when Pixar really started picking up. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be one of the biggest explanations or speculations yeah. that I think probably Disney, pushed that. Well, and you look at those things that come out, came out in between with the exception of dinosaur in 2000, which was a pretty big deal. I remember them making a big deal out of dinosaur, right? Like with, the, with the visuals and the animation style and all that you had that come out in 2000. And then you had Lilo and stitch come out in 2002 which was a pretty good hit. I think it's probably a bigger hit today than it was when it came out. Yes. More than likely, yeah. But between in that time span, right, you didn't have, you had, you, they're all sleepers. Brother Bear, Treasure Planet, Chicken Little, Meet God, the Robinsons. Bear. Like, those weren't anything like crazy well-to-do Disney movies, right? So Disney right. was probably panicking. We're like, you know what, guys? Maybe we should do a princess movie again. <laughs> um, Not wrong. Yeah, so it's just yeah, it's um it's a good movie. Um, my number five is actually the next movie that came out after Princess and the Frog, which was another princess movie, and it's Tangled. Mm-hmm. So um, that story is great. Um, the visuals are great. Uh, it's still, to, in my opinion, an underrated Disney movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it does not have it does not get it credit fairly. Um, especially in the parks and the representation. I mean, to only have a, a tower and yeah. a bathroom the that's themed to the bathroom. movie, and uh, and the horse's footprints on the on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only representation that Tangle gets in a in a Disney park, and so just a damn Doniker. You hate to see it. <laughs> yeah. So come on, Disney, show some love to Tangle there. But we digress. <laughs> Number five. Dating back to 1995, a Goofy movie. Yes, sir. That kind of, uh, it doesn't need explanation, but I will explain. <laughs> Leaning Tower of Jesus. Yes, sir. Yeah. The, the if you don't know that, yeah. You got Max and Bobby, PJ, Powerline, Roxanne, my first animated crush ever. <laughs> um, and the Goof himself, Pete. Um <sighs> So good. I just, I like the story of how Max and Goofy are trying to coexist in two separate worlds. And then they end up being stuck together on this trip and everything goes wrong, but then it ends up being so right. And uh, it's funny how I view it now as an adult where uh, as a kid, I was like, you know, come on, Goofy, just let, let Max go to the concert. Now as an adult, I'm like, Max, you should really go on this fishing trip with your dad. It would mean the world to him. But um, yeah, it, Aside from all of that, the soundtrack itself, I, I still to this day listen to all the Powerline songs. Uh, I listen to Out on the Open Road and Nobody Else But You. You name it. I can sing yes, them word for word and my kids do too. <laughs> awesome. I um, uh, Goofy Movie did not make this list. And it's one of those that was very sad when I was making this list that it didn't. Uh, because, yeah, it does. It does hold a special place, you know. Absolutely. That was in our prime time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we were some young bucks. Number four, uh, I have slated as Moana. 
Very nice. I just the it's one of those that I I know every song. Uh, it's probably because my family's watched the movies time and time again. Um, I just love the characters. I, I mean, every character that pops up in that movie, I I really love. I love the storyline. Um, you know, I love the the idea behind you know taking care of you know your family and i am trying to just trying to do what's right and trying to be bigger than than what you're supposed to be right um and maui's just a great character and everything that dwayne johnson touches turns to gold and it's a great character and um yeah so i just i i love moana it's it's a fantastic film um and it's one of those like i said just I will sing the songs day in and day out, um, even when I'm not really intending to. So, Moana. Yeah. This is one of those films as well that uh, I hated leaving off, uh, but I knew it was going to be on one of y'all, so I don't feel as bad. But, <laughs> um, but it, it's it's a highly appreciated film from this guy. Yeah. So. Let's see here. P4 for me. This is where nostalgia 100% took the wheel for me. The Rescuers Down Under. Okay. Understandable. Uh, yep. Storyline not as strong as most movies, but has great movement throughout it. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of action. Lots of... Uh, Lots of hilarity, comedy. Uh, this is where Wilbur was introduced to us. Uh, you know, Wilbur from Albatross Air. We love him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you've never watched this movie, you're you're just you're doing yourself such a disservice. Hop on, uh, hop on Disney Plus and go watch Disney Plus, please. Uh, for it to have. Uh, lasted this long i hate that it hasn't got the love that it has um you know throughout the parks but ryan did stumble upon it being played or the soundtrack being played uh while waiting for uh soren hey yeah yeah so uh there's some there's some full circleness right there for us um uh it's one of my favorite movies as a child and uh to this day once i see it pop up I'm like, I have to sit here and watch it. I can't just walk away. So, P4, The Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, I, I'm shocked that you didn't mention Joanna or Frank. They made Joanna. that movie. You know, uh, oh, the keys, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> yes. Not wrong. Oh, my goodness. Frank, Frank. Uh, <laughs> God, man, such a good movie. I love Damn. It. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. I love it when Joanna turns on him. He's like, ah. I'll go ahead and pop off of my number four. It's another oldie. I think it's back in the mid seventies or so, but, uh, the great mouse detective. Yeah. 1986, 86 actually. Okay. 1986. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I mean, Basil of Baker street, major David Q. Dawson, um, (laughs) fidget, the bat, my God, my God, uh, Radigan. What what a what a piece of work he was. Oh God, he was a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and you got Radigan, the world's greatest rat. <laughs> but you know, again, that movie has some darker 
points uh, that actually scared me as a kid. Like when they're in the toy store yep. and the little broken doll's face falls down. Oh, they used to terrify me. Yep. But um, man, that movie's just so funny. And, um, you know, I, Justin actually got us the Christmas ornaments uh, from the, the store in Magic Kingdom. Uh, that was uh, honoring the 35th anniversary of that movie last year. I so, fantastic. Uh, let's not forget the Magic Bands, too, that came out. Oh, the limited edition Magic Bands. Got them. Mm-hmm. Got them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me that movie means something to you without telling me that movie means something to you. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. That movie is our childhood encapsulated in a movie. Love it. All right. Jumping over to number three. My number three is The Lion King. Deservedly so. And yeah, just like you said, right? It's one of those that it's like one of the first Disney movies I think of is Lion King. I probably could argue that for almost anyone. Um, but it's, yeah, it's it'll never go away. It'll, ne- it'll stand the test of time for sure. And, you know, there's been so many things built on top of that movie, right? Oh, the God. Broadway mm-hmm. show of that movie has become a crazy success and has lived on for years now. Um, I've gotten to see it a couple times and it's awesome. And you know, it's just a great adaptation of, of the movie. And it's Absolutely. just, yeah, it's just super, super good. Um, can't say enough great things about it. side note. Uh, the show for the Lion King at animal kingdom, I have heard is absolutely amazing. I went to go and see it and that's when COVID struck. So I have oh, not wow. gotten to see it. You've it's never fantastic. seen that show? I have not gotten to see King? it yet, oh, but I have heard so much about it. Yeah, yeah it heard is so, so much good. About it. And just to put in perspective, so Ryan, take that, how good that show is. The Broadway show is about 10 times. Oh my God. Good. That's what, dude, you have to go. Once it comes to town again, like you need to go see it. It comes around um our area every about five to eight years and uh it's super well done and all the music live is just Mm. insane i can only imagine yeah it's great it's a good time but yeah festival lion king at animal kingdom go check it out if you haven't because yeah just go do it justin i can't believe you haven't done that yeah Yeah, I, i literally went to go and do it and that's when COVID struck oh yeah Oh man, that's one of my biggest regrets that I have not done that yet. No regrets. Yeah, <laughs> there are regrets in this guy's future at the moment. <laughs> but uh, anyway, number three. Uh, this is where Tarzan fell for me. Uh, Ryan mentioned it all earlier uh, as far as the story goes, but I am going to reiterate what Ryan said about the soundtrack. And I'm actually going to quote what Ryan had said to me when we had a discussion about this. It was like they said, Phil. Give us your best shot. <laughs> and much. Phil Collins said, hold my beer. <laughs> you know, Phil Collins, you are the man for this soundtrack. There were so many bangers in here. You know, oh, you'll be with me in my heart. Oh, oh. yeah. We're adding that out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had it. I was in my feels there. And it's you'll be in my heart, by the way. <laughs> it's so good. He doesn't it. know it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh. Don't listen to them, because what do they know? We're Creed. <laughs> Free. <laughs> Free. All right, number three for me. Uh, major, major nostalgia on this one. Uh, 
it was hard to choose this top three because I love all three of these movies equally. But um, Sword in the Stone fell number three for me. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, mean, it is good, man. Like Merlin is one is a, such a good character. It, yes. Well, Arch- well Archimedes, Archimedes does Archimedes. it for me. Yes. Who? What? What? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Man will fly one day <laughs> like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Even um, Mad Madam Mim, she was oh, insane. God. Oh, As she creeps me out. That movie though, it was so good. Like they they made that so playful to where it wasn't so dark. It was well, so good. And, and you see, there was a couple of antagonists in that movie because you had Sir yep. Bart and Kay. Correct. Yeah, that were that were his initial protagonists, and uh, you know the Wart or Arthur, uh, you know, is trying to find his place in society, and turns out he was king of all England. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Sorry. All right, are we on number two now? Yeah. Yes. Go for it. Uh, this is where the great mouse detective fell for me. Uh, Man. Yeah, nostalgia, baby. Uh, Ryan mentioned it earlier what it means to us I'm not going to embellish on it that's yeah. it I just man I had to I had to I forced myself to not let nostalgia get in the way there was no way I couldn't let nostalgia <laughs> take, yeah there was no way yeah <sighs> number two Robin Hood yep I mean what can you say you got Robin Hood and Little John Friar Tuck Sir Hiss, <laughs> Prince John. Yes. Uh, man, that movie was so whimsical. Uh, just the way they took, you know, such a, a timeless story of in history and portrayed it through the animal kingdom. Oh. <laughs> it's just the way they, they got these characters is so spot on. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, Side note, I actually have the uh, whistle stop song as my ringtone on my phone. Literally <laughs> every call. Did I mention every call? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the songs in that movie are just so good. Yeah. Um, it's one of those, but like, it don't matter. It don't matter how long ago I watched it. If it comes on, I'm going to wow. sit and watch the whole thing. Yeah. yeah I'm in your style on the floor, ready to go. Yeah, that's one of those that I was sad to leave off this list because it <laughs> is, too. it is really good, and it is one of those that I always think of. You know, it well, just, then, then get lost, creepy, be gone, <laughs> be long gone, one. long one. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, we're mature oh, here. That was 1973, by the way. Sheesh, and that that thing has lasted, stood the test of time. And honestly, it's one of the uh, more rare uh, sightings in the parks for uh, um, yeah. for a character with Little yeah. John and uh, Prince John. Uh, all right. Number two for me is Beauty and the Beast. Yep. Knew it was going to happen. Um, it's just. And I you say? It. It's one of the. Yeah. It's one of those Disney like it's like Lion King is right. It's. Yep. Instant Disney, right? Like you think of Disney, Beauty and Beast is definitely going to be right there at the top. Um, and it's got great characters. It's a really good story. Um, you know, you get different, you know, your antagonists and, you know, and, you know, Gaston and, and just, 
the beast himself becomes that too. You know, it's just, it's a good story. Um, so, and it's, it's classic, it's classic Disney. So, um, you can't help but love all, all the characters and the sound, you know, the soundtrack. Uh, and soundtrack oh, so good. Yeah. Dude, so iconic. the version of beauty and the beast that Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson did. Oh, oh yes. my yeah. God. Chill bumps. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast is going to be around for a long, long time. So. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. It already has. And, and honestly, that's the movie I think of for a princess film for Disney. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone, very first thinks of, everyone thinks of Cinderella, right? But it's like, yeah. yeah. Even like as a kid, there was parts of Beauty and the Beast where I was amazed by the level of animation. Like when they do their dance in the ballroom at the end of the oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that, that was that so animation far was time. absolutely insane. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of uh, Beauty and the Beast, have y'all been to be our guest? I have. Okay. I have not. Okay. No Just spoilers, but yeah, go ahead. When did you go? What service did you go for? I have done the dinner. Was it prefix when you did it? It was prefix. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did breakfast for it, and. Um, it was great. I mean the the theming and everything there is oh, the theme really cool. Is... If you're a fan of Beauty and the Beast, go and you haven't been to at least experience it once. It's worth yeah. seeing once. Yeah, absolutely. Um cheapest way to do it is for is breakfast. So correct. You like do it on the cheap. Do the do breakfast. If you're doing it for a special occasion, the dinner is one hundred percent recommended. All right. We're ready to kick off number one, I believe. Okay. Who wants to go first? I'll go ahead and knock it out of the way since it's already been said. This is where the Sword in the Stone landed for me. Wow. Number one, Sword in the Stone. The Sword in the Stone. Uh, it was hard. I, I'm not going to lie. It was a very hard decision to put it at number one. Uh, nostalgia 100% influenced this and The Great Mouse Detective being at number two. Uh, just one of them films that I've loved since I was a kid. You know, yeah, I have an appreciation for it. I've grown up with it. Uh, it's actually a very old movie as well. 1963. Yep. So way before my time. Yeah. And I've just, I've fell in love with this movie. Every, every, everything about it just spoke to me and it stuck with me through my years growing up. And I got my son watching it now and he likes it as almost as much as I do. Uh, anytime I start playing and he hears that opening intro, he's coming in there to watch it with me. So it's, <laughs> it's a great, great little film. I love it. Number one for a reason in my book may not be number one for most and the general audience, but it's my number one. All right. Um, my number one is and has been for a long time. Aladdin. Nice. Yep. Um, I've. Really enjoyed Aladdin ever since it came out. Uh, it's, I think, a really great movie. Uh, the soundtrack is really good, right? Yep. It's got some iconic songs in it. Um, and it's got Jasmine. And what else do you need? Um, right. It also has great, uh, you know, it's, you know. Honestly. Really good, uh, really good characters. So can we have a moment of silence for the best character for the genie and Robin Williams. Can we have a moment of silence, please? All right. That's, that's good. 
that man knocked that damn character out of the park. Yeah. And he he really set the bar. He made the movie. genie so lovable. Yeah. One of my favorite things is like when at the end of the movie, uh, when genie's free and uh, he starts packing up his his you know p- packing up his bags and stuff mm-hmm. he's got the like the goofy fake, hat on he's got the goofy hat on yeah. with like the hawaiian shirt and i just like oh my god it's quintessential like i'm going next time i go to disney world i'm going like that chef's like, kiss yeah it's it's i just love it I, oh it's so good it's funny you say that i've got the hawaiian shirt and the 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 pluto hat so i can i could just about pull that off right now yep yep i love it all right it's a look Number one for me. This probably won't come as a shock to Justin, uh, but Hercules comes in at number one for me. Uh, yep. Okay. I knew it. Um, it's just one of the movies, man, since I've seen it as a kid. <laughs> it has gravitated to me. Yeah. Um, just, and I think that gravitational pull has gotten stronger within the oh, last year or two. <laughs> God, I've watched it so many times at work on night shift. <laughs> um, I just... You know, in with Hades being the the main villain of the movie, mm-hmm. he still had some hilarious times in that movie. Also, like you, oh, you found yeah. yourself laughing at him so much. Yeah, he's like a villain, but the comic relief as well. Yeah, Correct. absolutely. And um, you know, just just the whole storyline of you know Hercules trying to figure out who he really is and trying to make himself become what he wants to be when all he really has to do was be himself all along, and he would get everything he wanted. Yep. And uh, just, just seeing his trials and tribulations. And then, of course, he meets Phil, and that takes a quirky little turn. Um, yeah, just I can't say enough about the film. That's just it's one of those where that that movie had the emotional tug to me that, you know, everybody else feels with their number one. Such a good movie. Plus Michael Bolton singing Go the Distance. I mean, come <laughs> on. Come on. Yeah. Insert happily ever after clip here. yeah it's just crazy i do want to take some time to say like just as i went through this list and and you know got my choices narrowed down you know going through all these movies these 70 plus movies of just the animated ones not even live action considered but um Man, just the the list of movies that's, it, that just warrants so so much mention. It's you know, a hell of like, a catalog. Like it really, it really is. is. It's, it's amazing. Diverse. It's amazing. You know, there's one thing that I've when I was researching some of this stuff in one movie, I found very interesting. Um, so it came out. Uh, I'm gonna age myself and Justin here. So it came out in 1988, the year we were born, and it is Oliver and Company. Mm-hmm. You want to take a guess? So Oliver and Company was released on the same exact day as another animation, different studio, but another animated hit. I mean, mega success hit. Same exact day it released. You want to take a guess of what movie that was? I have not a clue. Let me let me think about this for a second. Nineteen eighty-eight. Different studio. Yep, released animated an, animated, an animated film on the same exact day as all. So of I'm that. assuming it would have to be Universal uh, or Fox or or yeah, Fern Gully. Yeah, it was the Land Before Time. 
Wow, really? I was the same exact day. Yeah. <laughs> the same uh, day. Wow. Yeah. So, and I think that's probably why Oliver and Company probably doesn't have the the mainstream success that you would think and normally would follow a a Disney movie. That's a neat little tip because it was competing with with that with Land Before Time. And, and I, honestly, and yeah, go ahead. Like go ahead. I, you know, for for me, you know, growing up, like Land Before Time was one of those that oh, I man. had on repeat. Yeah, and so it was just. And, but you, but you look at. So then I dug in a little deeper. I was like, man, well, what was what was Oliver and Company, you know, offering? It had Joey Lawrence was Oliver, Billy Joel was Dodger. Cheech Marn was Tito, which yes, is a sir. fantastic character. Um, man, if this is torture, chain me to the wall. Yes. I had Bette Midler in it. Uh, it How, William Glover. It, it, there's just William the, Glover. Wow, I haven't heard that name in a long time. So there's just it's it had a really good cast. Um, so I don't think people ever really think about Oliver and company a whole lot, you know, but when I, when I was going through the list and saw that movie in, in the list of movies, I was like, man, you know, I need to look a little more because that's one that doesn't get mentioned a lot. But now that you said that it it was kind of outshadowed by land before time, it makes a lot of sense because land before time was a great movie. Yeah. Because just before that in 1986 was great mouse detective. Just the year before that was the black cauldron. Yeah. Four years before that was Fox and the Hound. Yeah. And then the movie that came out the following year after Oliver and Company, The Little Mermaid. Uh, a yeah. hit. So, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just one of those. It's like you had some pretty good ones. And then uh, you know, they just it was like Oliver and Company was like mashed up against Land Before Time. And then they come swinging with Little Mermaid. <laughs> and that became yeah. instant, instant classic. Damn princess movies. Wow crazy right <laughs> dude oliver and company ah oh, that soundtrack mm. yeah it's just is it's just funny to think about some of these movies you know we didn't even mention 101 dalmatians right um, yeah <laughs> i was gonna bring that up you know or just any of the other cinderella lady, lady and the tramp uh <laughs> um, oh, lady and Nokio, the tramp. yeah dumbo dumbo, dumbo. bambi yeah. fantasia fantasia 2000 fantasia almost made my list yeah, Almost. Fantasia is very, very good. It was, it's definitely up there. Um, yeah. There's so many of them that yeah. really deserve to be on here. Yeah, Aristocats. Um, so Mary yeah, Poppins. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it's just really, it's a, it's an incredible catalog. Um, and this is incredibly difficult to choose a top ten uh, in any manner that you choose to do so. Um, but yeah, uh, you at home, take a, take a, uh, gander at this list. We'll, uh, we'll throw it out there, uh, on our blog at off the monorails.com. Uh, we'll post this and you can compare what you come up with as a top 10 Disney films and, uh, and see where you see where you land. Um, you can always leave us comments, uh, and, uh, leave us a review. Uh, as you're listening to this, uh, please, if you if your platform supports it, like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts or Amazon Music, 
uh, leave us a quick rating. Uh, just click those stars, uh, five stars if you wouldn't mind. Um, click those stars. Let us know uh, how we're doing. Uh, leave us a review if you can. Uh, let us know what you'd like to hear more of or less of, but probably more of. Um, just we'd like to hear from you. Uh, so uh, we are uh, super happy and pleased with uh, how we're how we're doing so far with this little podcast we've got, and um, super super stoked to get more engagement with you guys. So um, would uh, would love to hear some more more and more feedback. Um, as always, we would like to take time to mention some uh, companies and affiliates that we are working with. Uh, if you look in the episode descriptions, you can see a list of these companies. Um, we'd like to have a special mention for Electric City Roasting Co. Uh, they are making some great coffees. Badass coffee. Um, I've got several still here. I'm probably about to order some more. Um, doing some making some great coffees and they also do some really cool things for community involvement, things like that too. Um, and for the environment. So go check them out. Uh, they will give you, uh, our listeners 20% off your first order. That's with the code OTM coffee, 20 OTM coffee, two zero. I just use that code to check out for 20% off your order. Uh, again, a link is in the description below. So you just click that link. It'll take you right to the page and you can get you some great coffee. Uh, we've got some other companies there as well. Viore, Western Rise, Spy Optic, uh, and, uh, and more. Uh, just check them out. Check those guys out. Uh, they're doing some great things, making some great stuff. Uh, and I'm, we're happy f- for them to support the show. Uh, if you would like to support the show, uh, you can do so by buying us a coffee. Um, just click the link in the description below. Uh, it says uh, buy us a coffee, support the show, uh, buy us one, two, however, coffee, however many coffees you like. And by doing so, you will support us and our ability to bring you more and more content. Uh, as we mentioned, we are going to the parks and going to resorts and different resorts um, very soon. And uh, we'll be there and back and there and back and doing a lot so of different many things. Times. Yeah. So uh, we uh, will be bringing you nonstop content. So, again, just follow us on all the socials at Off the Monorails. Check us out there. Um, follow along. Uh, we appreciate all of your time. And again, it's just a pleasure to be able to, to talk to talk to you guys and share some stories and thoughts and our opinions. Um, and we couldn't do it without you guys. So uh, absolutely. You got anything else guys? Yeah. I just want to, um, just want to say thanks to everybody that's, that's listening and engaging on the socials. It really makes what we're doing worth the, worth the effort. I agree. Uh, while we're here, I also want to mention that uh, our mini YouTube series for the uh, My Disney Experience app is starting to generate a little bit of steam. I appreciate you those that uh, have viewed our playlist for On Track with Off the Monorails. And uh, hopefully some of these tips and tricks are things that you can learn and uh, implement to make your life uh, going to Disney a lot a lot smoother and uh, easier. Yeah. And as mentioned previously, guys, uh, just go check out offthemonorails.com for some fresh new Off the Monorails merchandise. We got some hats. We got some shirts. Uh, we got more. It'll be added. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and with that being said, we'll catch you next time. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Oh, 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 oh,